And we have, what, three prisoners? No. Two. One two. of them's very dead. Two and one's probably going to be going to Una. Yeah. You have you have two prisoners. You have one prisoner and one box lunch. <laughs> Are they friends? Oh, that's great. Dinner is like lunch sushi. Or is it dushi? Oh, <laughs> mind. That doesn't sound right. Sorry, Una. Um, I'll I just mean, shut up now. We got two. You may take one if you like, Una. I mean, so Una has been, I mean, not not uh, concealing her uh, dietary restrictions, uh, but also not making a big show of it. She's probably going to drag the Duragar off and uh, use her axe to sort of peel away scraps I'm, of meat. Yeah, nice. I'm gonna, I'm gonna call over to Zeb and be like, Zeb, can you come here for a second? And then when you get over there, I'm gonna be like, I think this is something that she needs to do on her own. This I is... figured. I mean, she should probably cook it. She got this into her. Well, I mean, you know... Listen, coffee boy, nobody's taking gastrointestinal yeah, advice um, from you. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, so I, to be perfectly honest, you drank coffee and then got pregnant with a slob baby, so I, your dietary restrictions, I don't necessarily trust your advice at this point. So no. Sorry, I, mean, I have a question for you. Your fertility yes. is legendary. Um, you are preparing your food. Mm-hmm. Are you actually consuming right now? Uh, yeah, she will probably consume some and then leave the rest for uh, basically air freeze dry it essentially All right. um, you drag your um, your meal off to the woods for preparation and consumption and the rest of the party goes about um, bandaging themselves up collecting their captives discussing what to do with spoils and whatnot and all that sound and commotion sort of fall away as you give in to your base desire to feed yourself. Um, You had gone back behind this tree with the intention of preparing and making the food um, portable and easy to carry, but once you start getting the rapidly cooling meat into your hands, you can barely contain your desire to eat. And so focused are you with the act of consumption that you don't realize that another figure has come to sit in the snow beside you to join you in your meal. And as you regard this figure next to you, you've seen this figure that you've often seen before, this elderly, gaunt-faced, pointy-teethed elven man that sits there and wants to join you in your meal. Oh, God. Um, Una, when she sees this figure sitting beside her and, like, kind of has consumed enough where her brain is starting to, like, click back into human mode rather than sort of starving animal mode will just, like, look up with, like, blood on her chin and uh, say, uh, who are you? And from, he wears tattered rags that sort of just hang from his almost skeletally gaunt form. But from somewhere inside the the, um, the rags, he pulls like a uh, hot washcloth. It's wet with clean water, but it's so hot that it's steaming in the night air. And he begins to wipe the blood gently from your face. And he says, you can call me father. Are you the reason why I'm like this? You came to me when you were missing a father, and I 
wish to be that to you. When you were in your darkest times and did not have the means to survive, your curse of hunger, I showed you the way to free yourself. So yes, I'm the reason you survive. The monster in the woods, the white moose, is that, is that one of your children? It is. It is one who tried to shirk his responsibilities. It's one who resisted the feeding. It's what will become of you if you don't continue to eat, to feed yourself, to get stronger. I have many children in Icewind Dale. Understood. If you meet more of my children, they may not regard you with a familiar relation. They may be hostile or hungry. If you defend yourself against them, I will not hold you in ill regard. But you will know them because they all know that she who was the jailer has now become the prisoner. And that is what I leave you with. Goosebumps, man. Una is uh, behind the trees doing that. What are the rest of you up to? Kate's reaction says it all. (laughs) (laughs) It's like hand over chest, hand over over mouth. We don't see this. We don't see this. This is not for you. This is not for us. Um, Short rest. I'm bleeding. <laughs> Short rest would be super cool. I'm yeah. bleeding, and honestly, if we're being perfectly honest, I'm glad she's over there doing that yep. while I'm bleeding. <laughs> yep. Uh, you can, you may take a short rest here. Uh, the wreckage of the wagon will shield you from the wind and the snow. Fabulous. Um, and now the ice troll. Oh, now the ice troll is dead. The aura of cold fades. You can approach the body without taking any additional damage. It's all um, down there. Yeah. Um, it is still stuck on the ice. Uh, Sai, can you give me a nature roll, please? Oh. Eight. Eight? That's not very good. Sorry. Uh, you'll lose out on a bit of loot. Um, but it is it is not uh, affecting your ability to light mundane fires if you want to start a fire so that you could take a comfortable short rest. Yeah, we're on the road anyway, so. I yeah. just produce flame. I'm just going to roll a couple hit dice real quick. Yeah, can we roll hit dice? Is that cool? You may, you may do short rest things. Absolutely. All right. Um, looting the Duergar, you get the standard uh, supply of javelins. Uh, scale mail armor and weaponry that you normally get. Whether or not you want to carry that crap with you, it's probably going to be a Nyx by Kuzbalad. Um <laughs> They do have... They are carrying enough rations, and mind you, they are uh, bitter ale and uh, dried mushrooms. Ew, that's an IPA. Shrooms an IPA? That sounds like a great time. <laughs> they um, they will sustain you, however... Well, they, they, the food will sustain you. The ale from which the Duergar get their water is not going to hydrate you. Yeah, it's the dark lake. Yeah, so yeah. basically what you get is two days worth of rations that boil down to one day worth of rations. Because mm-hmm. um, you, you can mix them with melted snow for water. That's fine. Um... But it does buy you an extra day of travel. Yeah. It is funny that they would travel with the ale and they could just melt some fucking snow. They don't like drinking water. 
They're dwarfs. Cocks. I mean, like, fair. <laughs> um... Or in addition socks. to that, the um, so the Quaggoth was naked. He had no equipment on him. Same with the Ogre Zombie, just basically a large-sized harness for carrying a equipment on him. Um, one item of interest that you do find is in this wagon that they've been hauling, which is mainly empty aside from road supplies, um, is a sack, maybe like coin pouch sized, um, filled with a dry, powdery material. And anybody who is proficient in nature may make a roll. It's anthrax. <laughs> My is or who is a druid oh, of Zugborn. Hey. <laughs> yeah. well, I already made that roll. You, may, you know, you make it again. This is different. Oh. Um. Oh my god, guys. Are you proficient in nature, Coos? No. No. 14. Why would the ranger be... 14. 14. Okay, 14 is good enough. These are mushroom spores. That's education. Mushroom spores? Mushroom spores. Ah! <laughs> it's pure. We gave Sai a bunch um, of cocaine. It's fun. Four, Fourteen is not enough for you to determine what purpose they might serve or why the Duergar would be carrying them, but they are undoubtedly dried mushroom spores. <laughs> would you like them, Sai? Oh hell I have to bring them back to my <laughs> notes to uh, you know find exactly where they are. But I, these are for my mushroom friends. Oh, it is like that the mommy, uh, mommy powder you get from Trader Joe's is made from the mushrooms. Ooh, Stuff or, is so fucking good. Yeah, or I could ask the mushroom a little about it. Yeah, I'll ask her a little when we um, down. They are known for making weapons. This might be toxic. Yeah, probably. <laughs> you damn right! <laughs> then there are many uses for it. Well, so you, uh, you can <laughs> add that to Underdark creatures. <laughs> like, fucking. <laughs> you can add that to your inventory. Just put bag of spores. Um, Next to all your other bags of sports. Hey, it's better than the bag of beans. (laughs) No, No, it's not. not. (laughs) This this was a well-executed operation, everyone. Well done. Um, You have two prisoners. Well, you have one prisoner, I guess. You have one prisoner and one in multiple bags. (laughs) (laughs) No, we killed one Duergar. Yeah. You You vaporized another one. No, yeah. I I dragged away the. Oh, you dragged away the. You one? shot and I vaporized away... one of them. Oh, did it vaporize? A it, well, it didn't vaporize. It, it toppled off the bridge. Um, I thought it stayed on the bridge. I thought the the ogre toppled off the bridge. The one ogre yeah. and the one troll. dwarf did. The troll, okay. the troll toppled. Troll, the, the, the troll did. Yeah, the ogre toppled into the snow. Troll toppled into the the. I water. framed one of the laser rifle here, and then all three of the other ones died over here. I assumed you would drag one of the unconscious ones away, but if you wanted to have dragged one of the dead ones, that's an easy hit. Yeah, that's what yeah. I too. Yeah, I would. I was. Yeah. I was. So I have two living. Captives. All right, so you have I'm two living. Warm? You have two living captives. Um, okay. Which I assume you robbed them of all their weapons and belongings. Naturally, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, so heading back to the descendant, then. Yep. All right. Um, Leave one of them in his armor because he's going to have to be wearing it when he shows up mm. back at Duergar Town. Yeah, that's right. Fair enough. Um, so uh, upon your arrival, you find everything much as you left it. The uh, Spellix and the uh, the Goliath are in the cargo hold, as promised. They're sort of sleeping back to back, like sort of back to back, and just Shoot. seem to be sleeping peacefully. And Dredevex and Vorin are in the bridge level of the ship, waiting for your arrival. Um, and upon uh, you bring, you know, bring live captive Duergar in. They start preparing the bridge. You saw uh, when you first approached them, Vorin had like this, like uh, Cerebro style helmet on, and he was using it to control the various functions of the ship. Uh, and he starts preparing that by first squirting liberal amounts of his own personal goo into the helmet. Um, <laughs> I loved every part of that. Sentence. <laughs> I'm so turned on. <laughs> <laughs> Boost that in the mix. Gain on it. Um, they have you. You have 
uh, been in their presence enough, maybe not Sai, but the rest of you have been in their presence enough to, uh, to recognize these sort of long stretches of mental silence as to be the times that they're probably having private conversations between one another. Sir. Uh, right before we get to this ship, mm-hmm. I'm, I want to just nudge Coos and say, Didn't we say we're going to bring one dwarf? We got two, so maybe we can save Norm on the Goliath. Just, just let you know. Uh, I'm going to try to elbow Zevian. You're going to what, Zevian? I'm going to elbow you. Um, Sai brings up yeah, a valid Roll to attack. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. I elbow that bitch. So did I hear what Zeb? What did you hear? What you, hear what you said? I repeat it for you. Okay. It seems they are looking for gnomes. It is what they are using to reproduce. Well, all right. Okay. It's worth a shot. Indeed. Though they might still find a use for a second, a second thrall. Ugh. Do what you got to do. If it gets them off this planet faster, Kuspalad, how could that be a problem? I said, do what you got to do. Mm. <laughs> yeah. All right. No, I, as a as a fellow human, I, I understand Kus's position. All right. Uh, so fast forward back to where they're squirting generous amounts of goo into this helmet, just all the goo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just like rubbing out more goo constantly, trying yeah. to get the last out of the yeah, toothpaste. milking milking all the goo they can out. Is there it's a got color? That weird naturally yeah. Yeah, biological is. scent to it. <laughs> A little salty. <laughs> they, uh, they pull up a screen. It's Elephant Hub. <laughs> it smells like... Oh, it's, no, it's Zorn Hub with an X. <laughs> Grinder. Um, so they have one of these private conversations with each other. And then um, while Vorin is setting up his uh, Cerebro helmet, Dredevax turns back to you and uh, and asks at, at large to the group in, in a, a mass blast, like, have you decided whether or not you'll be trading the gnome spellix to us? Yes. <sighs> uh, I will look to I will look to the group because uh, Zev wants to get consent from everybody before she before she speaks for the group. Let's go around the table and get everybody's opinion on. Uh, so Uno will say, uh, "You know my position." Mm-hmm. All right, love it. All right. We should keep him from running off. I turn away and don't weigh in. Yep. Okay. It is a one-for-one exchange, in my opinion. We will leave the terms of our exchange are fair. Seeing what's what you're doing with us, you you even have two subjects to work with, with the Durgar here. I'd say do with the second as you wish, as a token of our goodwill. And we look forward to perhaps working again in the future, should you find yourselves on our world again. Um, and as uh, Dredevex sort of is moving around the bridge, he sort of nods to acknowledge, uh, without verbal, you know, uh, confirmation, but he nods to acknowledge that you are trading. And then, um, with a uh, like cold, dispassionate move, he draws the pistol from his uh, belt, points at one of the Duergar and shoot, and blows its brains out. They're poor slaves, anyway. Um, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> you're like, are you going to finish that? <laughs> <laughs> Can I get a Durgar bag? <laughs> Take that home. Just it's the Durgar double. Can I for the sauce? At Durgar, your family. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. That's the best one. Inspiration. <laughs> oh, Unreal. Um, you see the shit I go through? <laughs> Unlimited soup, salad, and dwarf flesh. <laughs> Unlimited soup, salad, and dwarf sticks. Oh. Um... They don't enlarge. So, uh... I, I did have a question. So, yes. Sorry, sorry to interrupt you. Uh, mm-hmm. I do have a question, Dredevax. Will we, will we be mentally connected with our new Duergar thrall? In other words, will we be able to see through his eyes? 
in a manner of speaking, um, and he gestures to um, this complicated uh, sort of semi-biological display that they have set up where the uh, the small bioluminescent um, like tentacles are creating like an LCD sort of effect. Nice. And um, uh, Vorin pipes up and says, I'll be controlling your Durgar thrall through my brain and the ship will pipe what the thrall sees onto the screen so that you may see it live. Um, I'm not familiar with their customs or what it is exactly you're looking for, so I'm going to have you all help me as I try to pilot this thrall successfully through this... Uh... Zev's face lights up just like mine is now, like... Well, 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 is this like an avatar situation? There's no control on like a like a remote control? By the definition of the word, yes, this would we would be using him as an avatar. This is very exciting. Popcorn. <laughs> um, James Cameron is an absolute genius. For being honest. So, uh, with with no um, no wasted time talking about it, Vorin sort of connects to his ship through his um, spell jamming helm. Um, and after a moment's uh, concentration on a psionic ability, um, the you see the dwarf thra- thrall's eyes open, and it's looking at Kuspalad, and then on the screen you see Kuspalad. And uh, Dredovex says it appears that Vorin has made contact with the mind of the Durgar and that the ship is doing its end. Um, I think we're ready. And um, Perfect use of the enemy. <laughs> As she like, immediately starts falling back into like drow habits. Uh, Vorin says um, the uh, the repressed memories of the thrall are uh, kept to a dull roar in order to permit me to do my job uninstructed, but I can glean the direction of the Duergar base. I believe I can get him to the front door. After that, we're all going to have to work as a team to get him inside. Um, and there is a long long downtime in which the this Duergar who gets dressed back up and so you help him get dressed back get up in his armor up, clean up his wounds and yeah, he has to then walk back to the to the base and it's like a full day's walk uh, um, are we worried about him getting like eaten by something on our way there? could happen he can, be, he can go invisible do you want to send a strike team just to get him there safely? Um, I think he can just invisibly walk over there and okay. We, we can yeah, we can walk him to exhaustion. Like we're not worried about him dropping dead after he gets there. Like, pretty much. Yep. All right. Um, how long does invisibility last until it cancels? They can do it at will. I think. But they need spe- a rest in between, but I think it's a short rest. The spell lasts for an hour. Uh, the monster. So the mount, like the player stat book of a block of Durgar is different than the monster stat of Durgar. Uh, I would. In the end, I think it's just up to you, the GM. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I can only do it for up to an hour. So, um, what I'll have you do is, um... I've got space on the spoon. I can fly him most of the way and cut that travel time in half. That would probably be very helpful. If they can share the spoon, then yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it can share the spoon. You can spoon on the spoon. <clears throat> yeah, you can spoon on it. Um, and that will save you, because otherwise it would have been a survival check uh, with a uh, disadvantage to determine when the best time to use its invisibility is to avoid being ambushed by monsters or brigands or... Yeah. Orcs. So I'll just fly him most of the way there. Okay. And that way I can double back and get back in time for him to go through that. Easy to do. Um, you will get sort of your heading before you leave the ship, and then it's just sort of on you to, to find it. Um, coincidentally enough, when you're in the neighborhood, 
um, per, per se. It's actually easy with your heightened senses to, to sort of pick it up because uh, you can smell forged smoke in the air. Um, and you, when you get closer, you can see the light of forged fire coming from arrow slit windows and shit. Uh, give me a second while he's away, and I'll pull up a proper picture of it for you. Ooh. Yeah, I can order that at um, Yankee Spirits. It's not bad for I like. I'm usually not a fan of rum, but like I liked the little demon guy on the side, so I bought it. Looks <laughs> like Nemea. Yeah, it's, it's like Nemea's shitty first college boyfriend. <laughs> definitely, and she's like, had many. Yeah, many first boyfriends. Yep. Yeah, Nemea's more of a one night stand kind of girl. It's because after one night, she usually falls down from lack of hit points. Exactly. Yeah. She gets fucked so hard, she dies. That's, that's, <laughs> what, that's what happens when you try to tank that dick. <laughs> that's why wizards don't fuck. Yeah, that's why dick we always tank. send angry no, that's, to that's not why. That's not why wizards don't fuck. It's because they're nerds. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, was a, I was a drunk nerd, at least. I could have gotten oh, like into big. like some dubcon situations. That is very big. Yep. I was not expecting this forge to be that tall. No. Mm. I, I mean, that's what they always say about Durgar. No. 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 Nope. No, it no. is um, quite large, in fact. So this is going to be a big old dungeon. Here's yeah, like it might this be. This looks like a proper right. dungeon. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Oh, God. And we get some All I can think of is that brief clip of the guy in the church, and it's like the most silent clip ever in his priest, and he just... <laughs> Oh god. <laughs> That's just like what it feels like every time we get into something. <laughs> so, um, this Duergar needs a name. Let's give him a name, huh? We will call him Harmok. Harmok. He puts the harm Harmon? in Harmok. No, not Harmok. He was a bad guy. Sorry. Still is. Sorry. Oh. After a brief flight, uh, you find yourself at this facade built into the side of the mountain. Um, it is much larger than you had originally anticipated. Um, you can see that the only clear access point is this uh, switchback stairway ramp system that goes up to about a mid-level. That's mm. really inconvenient for the carts. Very inconvenient for carts, yep. I feel also like very inconvenient purpose. for people trying to break in. Yeah. Mm. Unless they're flying in a smooth bitch. Yep. <laughs> the E.T. music plays in my head every time you get on that spoon. Yeah. <laughs> it's dun, serious dun, dun, dun. So you are, we'll say you're about a, you know, this distance away, this perspective. What's the plan now? You want to just drop him off and have him walk up? Or? Yeah, yeah. From a safe distance away, so he's not going to be spotted by anybody with, like, binoculars. Um, have him go invisible as soon as I drop him off, and then I'll fly back. Okay. And uh, hopefully I'm back in time to watch. Okay. Hi guys, did I make it for the game? <laughs> Alright, so we'll we'll hand wave that because I want you to be there for it. So yeah, he'll wait outside, pop invisible pop invisibility and wait for you to start giving him commands. Um I'll translate dwarven in yeah. case we need that. Um you fly back to the ship and I assume step one is to get him up to the front door. Alright. Yeah. Um He climbs this uh switchback stairwell all the way up to where the forge level here is lit. Uh, I shouldn't say forge level, it's not the forge level, but um, he gets to the front door, and uh, the first thing you see is um, in an arrow slit, like you're at a, a massive doorway, and on the right side is an arrow slit passageway, dwarf eye height, you've seen these before, with a Duergar on the inside. 
and he gives you like a, a standard like Duergar greeting, like you know, fuck off, eat mushrooms and suck my dick, you know, something along those lines. Ah, eat mushrooms and suck my dick. Too. <laughs> so nice to see you, Brevin. So the first thing we're going to need is for somebody to uh, use this Duergar to make a deception check to get through the front door. Who wants to be the sacrificial lamb? Actually, I have plus three to deception. I have plus nine. So, uh... Hey, you've got the same it. plus two to deception as I... Guess I'll just go ahead. Uh, can I get assists from people? Oh, guidance. Guidance, yeah. Guidance works? Guidance works wonderfully. Let's do it. Uh, I just tell you that you're great. Thanks. I have no spells, but you're nice. Thanks, Pavu. <laughs> Back at you. Uh, somebody give me an inspiration, please. How bad is it? It's a natural one. Uh, yep, you get mine. Thanks. Oh, did I lose my exhaustion? Yes. All right, well, good. Uh, so that's going to be a uh, an eighteen. Eighteen is sufficient. Uh, you give back whatever the courtesy greeting is among Duergar. Thanks, Ben. That just would have been embarrassing. Dude's hey, nuts. <laughs> ligma. Uh, <laughs> what's the password? I'm the Ligma Enigma. Yeah. <laughs> you hear about the new COVID nineteen Ligma variant? Uh, I guess. I guess we'll just use this like cerebral technology to search for whatever passcode uh, in his mind that we need to use. Alright, I am uh, I am using a bit of technology I'm not 100% sure with here, so we're going to try it out to the best of our ability. Okay. Hey. Oh, we love a bit of Warfog. Yep. So, here's the arrow, swit in, arrow slit in which you are challenged. After successfully overcoming the challenge, the doors unfasten and swing inward. Um, like a portcullis right beyond it? Yep. And I'm going to actually pop open the book to correspond with it so I can describe what, what it is you're seeing. Sweet. Um, this is wacky. Well, this is, this is all me cobbling other shit together. Don't worry about that. God dang, Duergar. Dinnergar. Dinnergar. <laughs> Alright, so you are, a, you are going into X1 and X2. Uh, moving east from the top of the stairs leads you into the entrance of the fortress. That's where you are right now. Um... A ten-foot-high double dwarf, uh, featureless stone. An arrow slit facing your direction guards the approach. That's where you were challenged. This is since opened, and you have walked into X2, the vestibule. Beyond the portcullis is an empty room with a narrow opening at the far end and an arrow slit in the western wall. That would be this right here. Yeah. Uh, it opens into this hallway. The fog of war is showing you the whole hallway, but you can only see about up to here until you move through the room. The grid that we see here is like ten feet? Uh, yeah, that's going to be a ten-foot grid. Yeah. Um, I assume you're piloting him through the to the next hallway? Yep. All right. Um, you do hear commotion, uh, the sounds of dwarves talking and carrying on, coming from this arrow squid on the left. Uh, when you get to the intersection of the hallway, you are faced with a double door on the left or an open hallway to the right with several off-shooting hallways. Which would you like to go to and explore? My thought is the double door on the left is a waste of time. That's going to be like a garrison for people who are manning the murder hole. I agree. Mm -hmm. Um, that room next to it is probably like a captain's quarters, like a security office, maybe. Here, plus they're under yeah. commotion, so they're probably on alert, and they don't. Yep. We don't want them in any. We want to be clandestine here. Um, maybe walk the length of the hallway and see what's on the other end of the hallway first. Okay. My thought. Um. All right. So, are you going to peek down these open corridors? Yeah. If there's no doors in the way, then have him turn his head as he walks. Do you want him to be invisible now, mm. in case he wanders into some place he's not supposed to he's be? He's already used it, and it's not taken a short rest. I don't think I'd want to anyway, because then it just okay. looks clandestine. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm supposed to be racing. Why is it not working? Ain't nothing gonna break my stride. Ain't nothing gonna solve me. I'm sorry. Like Are you using GIMP for the first time? I've used GIMP before, but I've never not had it erased for me. I'll pretend I don't know any of the things. Yeah. yeah so the Fog of War that I wanted to use doesn't work, but um, at any rate, um, if you peek down this hallway as you walk by, you can see just sort of straight into the room. Um, this, this room is heated and illuminated by braziers of glowing hot coals. Visible on the west wall is an arrow slit that you've already seen. Uh, you can't see the rest of the room from just peeking down the hallway. It looks like just another place to mount arrow yep. slits. Moving down the hallway, you get to here. Um, that is X9. What's the little balls in the doorway? That is going to be a portcullis. Oh. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Yeah, it's basically this. This is blocked by a portcullis, and that portcullis has bars so narrow that like you can't make out much of what's going on in here. Um, moving down to the end of the hallway, you end at a four-way intersection. Uh, three of the ways having doors that are all closed to your approach. Are there patrols in the hallway, or is this place empty right now? You have not encountered another Duergar aside from one that was challenging you here. And then you, there was one that was here, but he saw you coming and, and sort of like just went back to commotion. In there, yeah. yeah. Uh, but um, no, the hallways have not been patrolled by anything you've seen. Okay, I think it's a good idea if we have this guy start listening at doors. Okay. Um, starting with that door on the top right. Here? Yeah. Because it's in an alcove, so it's less likely he'll be spotted listening. All right. Um, you so spend I feel a- like inside is where more important stuff than happens. Probably. Than in the yeah, they get all garrisons and shit out here. So. Yeah. Um, you listen at this door for several moments and determine that there is nothing going on in there. You can't hear any voices or noise whatsoever. Okay. <clears throat> uh, maybe listen at the other sets of doors at the end of the hallway. Sure. Um, let me just get proper numbers for them. It's 11 and 12. Uh, let's see. Similarly, you could stand here for as long as you want and you will detect no noise coming from that door. Um, uh, in this room, you don't hear any voices, but you do hear the, um, the sound of kind of like metal on metal that you would associate with like a chain swinging in a light breeze. You feel like something is swinging on a chain in there, but you can't determine anything more than that. That could cover up some noise if we want to look in that room, but we know there are arrow slits in that room, so it seems like a strange place to go exploring. Uh, we also saw this place was really tall, and we haven't it encountered was. any stairs. It, you have not encountered any stairs, no. I say, um, let's go back to that room at the top right and try the handle. Okay. Um, let's see. The alarm spell goes off. He's immediately <laughs> incinerated. <laughs> Bye, good to know. The door is unlocked. Uh, The door opens freely. The dark chamber contains a plain stone bed, a stone trunk, and four unlit braziers. Um, Yeah, let's have them gently test the trunk to see if it's locked. Okay. Um, All right, uh, let's see. He goes up and uh, touches the chest. Um... The chest uh, opens a set of eyes that you hadn't seen before oh, and fuck. begins to speak. And uh, it says, you're not Dirth. Who are you? And Undercommon. Um, Highly unexpected. What was his name? It was Harnock, right? Or Harmock? Har- yeah, Harnock. Harmock. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. I've been out in the snows for a long time and I took a wrong turn. Or not I'm sorry. 
I took a wrong turn in the snows. Fuck I'm exhausted. You. <laughs> uh, that sounds like a deception check. Somebody want to throw any help at him? You went ahead and said it, so Zev is going to mastermind assist you. There you go. Well, and right. guidance. And, and guidance? Alright, yeah, because this is going to be a shit-ass roll, so I need everything I can get. <laughs> the one time he crits. No, no, it's <gasps> not a crit. It's a total of ten. Ten. Did you really just... Oh, no, that's a seven. Okay. I thought you rolled double ones for a minute, and I was like, bruh. <laughs> uh, actually, no, it's a nine. I have a minus one charisma. Sweet. Anybody uh, got inspiration for me? Nope. Okay. I haven't said anything inspiring in weeks. I haven't been inspired. I've been very tired. Hmm. Disengage, run. <laughs> Disengage, fuck it. Uh, roll initiative. All of us? All of us? No. No. Just <laughs> That's a stupid you, question. And you're going to be using the Duergar stat block, so your dex modifier is a zero. I have a ten initiative. All right. <laughs> the Mimic, as this is properly, has a seventeen initiative um, and begins to scream out an alarm. Intruder! Intruder in Durth's room! Intruder in Durth's room! You don't know how long it's going to take for that alarm to fuck everything up for you. Okay. Um, that's what it spends its action doing, is calling for help. Uh, it can't move, so it just stands there and screams. Uh, you can do whatever you want. I'm not uh, the only person piloting this. What do you guys think? I'm thinking maybe the room just next open to open every one. goddamn door. Yeah, yeah maybe <laughs> just like, get out of the room and pretend that we weren't the ones who yeah. opened it, or like act drunk. Yeah. Act drunk is my best... Um, so yeah, disengage, leave the room, close the doors behind me. Okay. Uh, you do so. The doors do a fair job of muffling the screaming. Um, you don't know how or what has become of people hearing it. Um, nor do I. Uh, okay. Uh, where do you want to go now? <laughs> um, let's go to that long room on the north side there. Right this there. One? Yep. Okay. Um... Interesting. Um, the door's unlocked. Three braziers heaped with glowing hot coals illuminate this long hall. At the eastern end is a hexagonal stone table surrounded by six stone chairs. Seated in the chair facing the door is a haggard old Durgar with long black hair streaked with ribbons of white and fingernails like shards of iron. She's devouring a hearty buffet of cooked meats, mushrooms, and strange underdark fare. Lurking next to her is a small mechanical dragon made of a shiny black substance. Hunched over a hot stove in the west side of the room are three Durgar cooks. At the sight of you, they drop their utensils and reach for their weapons. But the old Durgar says something in Dwarvish that keeps them at bay. Do you recognize it? Uh, you would understand the language as being, you know, under common variant of Dwarvish. Telling, telling them to stand down, put their weapons away. Perhaps he's here to talk. Um... And with that, she sort of gives you a, an unfriendly, like, uh, at a table, at a chair around the table that you can sit at. We're in it now. Yeah. yeah. Um, gruff nod, and then... This is my least favorite part of every movie, when there's, like, somebody who's obviously not the person who's supposed to be there in a different room. I'm so stressed out right now. Um, she goes, uh, I, I have, uh, I've been putting out my feelers to many of the Sunblight clan, and... I can't honestly remember your face. What brings you here to discuss matters with me? You're the you're the talky one, so you okay. take the reins. Cool. I, I yeah, does diplomacy part two electric boogaloo? <laughs> uh, Guidance. And this is thank you. Right? And this, and this is a, a kitchen, obviously. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a dining hall attached to a kitchen. Yeah. Do I smell? I know. Do I smell food? From, can can we smell through the door? Um. 
No, you get like a um like a, a terse description filtered through the language of the illithid, like describing what the food smells like. Oh, okay, that's fine. Um so I think he will just kind of sl- slump down and say it was a rough run out there. I had a run-in with a fucking troll. I need food. Food we got. You can eat your fill. But I have to know if you're joining us for dinner properly. And there is an implication. Can I incite that? Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, I guess that's where my guidance is going. Yeah. All right, pretty fucking good. It's going to be a total of tw- uh, 23. She is definitely, um, this is definitely a way of, of gauging your reaction. There's there's an implication here. You're not really sure of the details, but you, there's this is definitely a, um, a veiled question uh, trying to elicit a, a proper response. Um, if you hesitate for a moment, she'll, uh, she'll say, don't worry, the sun blights won't be coming to this dinner. All right, then uh, going with that, because I, I got to know more now, mm-hmm. as uh, Zev uh, le- leans in with side to eat some of his popcorn, too. <laughs> oh, this is getting interesting. So uh, we we know that this is, do we know that this is not a sunblight place? This is almost certainly a sunblight place. But something has gone wrong. Yeah, something is up. Okay. Yes. Civil War's all over the so, place. Mm-hmm. Ooh, so, so sexy. So he, he will just, he'll just, so he will just say, now we're talking. She goes, and I just, I just nod, mm. give give the dwarven thumbs up. She goes, um, I haven't, uh, I haven't given up hope that the fool's plan might yield some unexpected good results, but uh, when and if he falls flat on his face, I'll need good fighters to help me take this place and strip it for what it's worth, bring it back to Grackle Stew. Uh, those that are loyal to him are very loyal. Are you willing to do some fighting? Crack, crack knuckles. That's good. Good to see the troll hadn't eaten your resolve. Just your friends. Just, just nodding, letting letting her fill in the blanks. Troll was just a warm up. He's uh, he's done collecting the uh, the black ice he likes so much. I guess whatever project he's done is more or less complete. Um, now he's looking for foot soldiers, slaves. He sent out uh, your band to try and get some goblins to uh, lead the attack on Bryn Shander. Um, you're the only one that came back? No, nod and, and have a very, like, like pain grimace yeah. upon saying it. Yeah. Might have set back, I suppose. Would have liked the extra sword arms, but I'll take what I can get. Um, we'll let we'll let him uh, put his little plan into action. See what becomes of it. Uh, once his loyal troops start to uh, move down towards the ten towns, this place will be ripe for the picking. Do we know who he is? Is there? A, can I roll that? You, you would probably it? know out of character um, uh, from all the dealings you've had with the Duergard, there is... Um, <laughs> Durth and his father. Durth. Yeah. 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 Durth. 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 Okay, that's his name. Durth. Well, Durth was Durth was one of the sons. Nildar was the other. Zardarok is Zardarok, the father. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's, that's the and main. We know Durth's room is right there. Yeah. Yes. Yep. And um, that's one of the sons. 
That's one of the sons, yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, and then she'll continue. And until then, yeah, act normal. Go about your patrols. Um, don't let them know that anything's amiss. And uh, when you when you see that we begin to raise arms, just raise arms with us. Hmm. Heard. Now I could use some proper food. And, and, <laughs> or ale, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you, you are served get, a... Get me know. some agrocles to his best. And uh, you do actually get... You, you would be familiar with what is good grackle stew ale, and it's garbage, but it, it's yours. Yep. Um, <laughs> it's good for grackle stew. Mm-hmm. It's garbage. Yeah. Um, and then you are left to uh, juicy, juicy enjoy juice. a meal, I suppose. Yep. Uh, so, okay, that's is some some real hot gosh we're acquiring mm-hmm. here. That's really good. Yeah, that was useful. Um, while you are uh, finishing eating, you hear a patrol of Duergar out in the hallway, and um, they poke their head into the... Um, to the dining hall while you're eating and sort of regard you and look at this female Duergar and say, uh, excuse me, Grandolfa, but uh, Durth's mimic pet was screaming about a intruder. Have you seen any intruders come through this way? And she sneers at them and says, no, I'm just enjoying a meal with my friend. No, please leave us be. And they excuse themselves and bow out of the room. Goodwill. <laughs> With a bad bitch. No, okay. I used to think Zev was coming. <coughs> like, you know? They immediately draw Zev swords because Duergard don't have friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, you finish your meal. What else would you like to do? Uh, to get, give the Duergar a form of thanks to her, I would just stand up, look at her, and go, hmm. Yeah. And then... Turn the other way when you fart after the meal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like a New Englander. Yeah, like right next to the door. So yeah. the air can get out. Yeah. yeah. And then resume the uh, explorations. All right. Uh, you go back out into the hallway. Where would you like to go? We haven't explored the uh, other two rooms, have we? Up here? The bottom or, right. To the east. To the east? Okay. Uh, yep, The you see the patrol is now retreating back towards this way. Yep. Uh, they go through this double door, and as you surmise, this is a garrison. Um, and you can see they're in there playing dice or, you know, hanging around in their bunks. All those little rooms are probably little... Sucking each other's chambers. dicks. Yeah, you know. these, these, are, these are all, yeah, like little dwarven <laughs> fuck chambers. Um, <laughs> the fuck hut. <laughs> so you are you are left with these two rooms that you could explore. You also haven't gone in here or up here. That room at the top looks to me like uh, like a captain's quarters. Okay, or I mean, no, we're, we're seeing the map, so that's not fair. Yeah, I would assume like, there was a captain's quarters up there at the beginning, though. So, like, there's one little room off of it that looks like a private bathroom or closet, possibly an elevator or an elevator because we're on the first floor, not the second. I'd see it as we've chosen our direction, and so Zev just wants us to go as deep as possible into the particular wing. I'll I'm Zev sure she man. does. Right, um, so I'm going to ram into these two offices here. Real, real quick, before you do that, yeah. uh, the portcullis is really close together, so it's hard to see in there. But let's get right up on it and take a close look. I bet you that's one of those. Oh yeah, sure. Elevator sliding doors like old New York. City elevators. Mm. Oh, the that might be ones? how you get up and down because there's no windows in that room, but there's windows everywhere else. Like in fucking Thorn. Call. Uh, yes. If you um, you're, you're about cor- about correct. There is no flavor text for this, but if you peer into there, uh, it's pitch black. But this appears to be just a vertical stone shaft uh, where an elevator. W- you know, if an elevator were to be at this floor, this portcullis would release like like an old style elevator. Yeah. The portcullis isn't on this, or the elevator isn't on this floor, so the portcullis. Is there's no buttons. No, there's a lever that you could use to call it. Let's Thank save that for the end, because it'll make a lot of noise, I'm sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, which room would you like to go to now? Let's go to the one at the very end, the far far east, and then we'll do the upper one after that. And we're for Good everybody. Thought. If that is Dirth's room at the top right. 
What if that is uh, Big Boss's room? Or the yeah. other sons. Or the other son. Well, we killed the other son, right? Let's you killed both of them. Nerf and Nildar are both dead. Oh, cool. That doesn't <laughs> negate him having a bedroom. Yeah, let's listen at the doors. You did. There's yeah. nothing in there. Okay. Then I, so I mean, there's only one of those rooms that we haven't been in yet? You have been in this room. Okay. You have not been in here or in here. In this room, you heard nothing. In this room, you heard swinging chains. Okay, mm. let's go to the non-chain That's room. the BDSM okay. dungeon. Yeah. All right. Um, well, it's got arrows. That's for your pleasure. I mean... Uh, the door is unlocked. Uh, this dark room contains a plain stone bed, a stone trunk, and four unlit braziers. Mounted on the walls are the heads of various creatures that may be found in the mountains or the subterranean depths. Uh, specifically, uh, mounted like trophy heads mm-hmm. are the heads of a crag cat, a grick, a male drow, a kuatoa, a troglodyte, a wolf, a paraton, and a female grimlock. I recognize one of those words. <laughs> I know and, those are all words. I'm glad that I'm not that nerdy that I only know one of them. There you go. Uh, but yeah, this is um, this is what you see when you enter this room. That's probably Zildar's room, I would think. Mm. Yeah. No reason to root through stuff then. Not with the way that it happened the last room, so no. I think maybe skip that. Yeah, I've got a complex The, uh, the male drow has, just has his mouth open like... Yeah. <laughs> it's a glory drow. <laughs> yeah, it's about waist height. <laughs> oh my god. Knowing the door guard, yeah, probably. probably yeah. Yeah. There's a roll of toilet paper next to it. <laughs> it's a drow, Ojak. <laughs> drow flesh white. Glory drow. So you can get a Trojan. <laughs> no, it's a flesh dark. <laughs> flesh dark. <laughs> I will just gingerly close the door and let's, All right. let's take a look at uh, chain room. Why not? Right. Yeah. Uh, the door is unlocked. Mm-hmm. Uh, braziers of hot glowing coals stand in the corners of this room, working to offset the cold air that flows in through arrow slits on the south wall. That would be right here. Um, scattered around the room are several training dummies made of wood and sackcloth, as well as four freestanding suits of plate armor. A floor-to-ceiling iron cage in the middle of the room contains an elevator shaft with chains running up and down from it. The chains are consistent in motion, and you hear a loud mechanical noises from high and above. Mechanical noises are here. Yes. So, what I'm reading into this is that that's the elevator for people, and then that big room is probably for the carts to go up and down. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Like, a, like, a, like a service elevator. Yeah. Ah. I think to maintain uh, him belonging there, he is going to practice weapon forms on the dummies. Okay. Uh, the dummies are just dummies. They're very mundane. Um, they You can see that they've been stitched up and put back together a million times. But yeah, you, you smack them around a little bit with some training weapons, and um, nobody seems too interested in your activity. No, of course not. Um, just keep keeping fresh. Yep. Just keep fresh. <laughs> <blowing yours. laughs> okay. All right. So we've determined there's an elevator, and this cage is an elevator in this room. Uh, you still have not been in here or up here. In my time, uh, oh, you have been here. But. In my time practicing, do I read, do I notice any door or coming or going from I the elevator? You're going to ask, do I level up? <laughs> yeah, I, I grind no, second level door guard. I grind EXP on the training. Yeah. Um, you there is. Um, like a two Duergar patrol. Uh, you're familiar enough with the layout enough that you can hear this door open. They right. come down here. They have a brief conversation Good. with the dwarf here. They come down the hallway. They poke in their head in here, watch you train for a minute. Mm-hmm. And then if you don't interact with them, they will retreat back down the but hallway. But nobody uses the elevator. Nobody gets in the elevator, no. Okay. It uh, seems like they're just doing an hourly patrol of the floor or something. All right, another Duergar currently in here besides me? Nope, you're the only one training. Okay. Uh, then after I'm done, after maybe spending a half hour on that... Uh, Let's have him. You got. Oh, first of all, you guys want to have him go up? I'm on board. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, let's get. Let's do it. All right. 
Actually, let's have them go down because I want to see how they're getting the carts in. Because there's no way they're wheeling the carts all the way up the stairs. All right. Okay. Jesus Christ. Josh, are you okay? It's the moxie. <laughs> I've got moxie. It actually tastes better on the way out than it does on the way in. <laughs> that shit reminds me of Iron Brew. Iron Brew is much more drinkable Dude, than moxie. This is, this is what the grackle stew will taste like. I disagree. You're wrong. Okay, though. <laughs> they're both equally not drinkable. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, you know, if you pour gin in moxie, it's kind of tolerable. Pour, if you I pour gin in yourself, anything's fine. It's great. Pretty <laughs> All right. It's like I, a fucked up screwdriver. I just want to make sure that this goes where I think it does. It already has booze in it, doesn't it? So, um, you climb aboard the elevator, and it, it's constantly on an up-down cycle, which you will have noticed if you were spending time in their training. Same. Um, yeah, agreed. Um, so you wait for it to descend from the uppermost level, you hop on it, and then it takes a very long ride down to the lowermost level. Um, the elevator shaft terminates in this room. A large stone wheel next to the cage turns constantly. West of the wheel is a Duergar encased in a cruel-looking exoskeletal construct, his face a mask of pain. Oh, one of these. I have a picture for these guys. Yeah, this, th- these are horrible. Horribly cool. Horribly fun. Wait, uh, is it like a horribly prisoner? fucked up. No. Uh, it's exactly. like an Iron Maiden that's also a mech. Yeah. <laughs> Iron Mechton. Iron Mechton. Uh, I, 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 you can that for, yeah. <laughs> I know... I'm not going to say too much of what this is, but uh, I'll, let, I'll let us discover in character. But it's, it's a nightmare creation, for yep. sure. Duergar, cool. Yeah. What? Oh. And, and this is, like, big. This is, well, it's Duergar-sized. Uh, it's oh. not enlarged at the moment. Um, I don't think. <laughs> there's, something to me, there's something to me about the fact that there's a spike positioned at his skull. skull. Yep. Yeah, there's a purpose to that. That makes me yeah. feel like if he does something he's not supposed to do, he dies. Yeah, he is uh he's medium, so he is not in he doesn't enlarge. He is dwarf size, but he's in this uh exoskeleton suit. Mm. Um God, it's really hard playing a character that's not like me. <laughs> and the minute the minute the elevator it. um the elevator stops and you're standing on it, he starts approaching you with a raised hammer hand, he pokes you hard in the chest with it, he goes, Guard stay on the top level. Okay. You're not allowed in the forge level. Anything I can look at before I fuck off? Yes. Let's see what I, you can see. Uh, that was... 30. I really admire the people who do art for D&D. They do a really good job. Oh, yeah. So, um... It's, it's been stepping up. So this, this room really oh, has nice. a door that sort of leads out into a little hallway beyond it. And you can catch just a, a corner of the hallway. But in that hallway, you can see, um... Uh, let's see. Moving around in the room beyond that doorway is a, um, a Duergar in a scale male robe. Um, it kind of looks like, uh, like a holy person cool. wearing like, like, uh, vestments that are made out of like plates of, you of have padding mail. underneath, Kate. <laughs> um, and you can see the flickering light of more of these uh, coal-fed braziers that are in that room, but you can't see what's going on in there because you're just seeing a corner of it through an open door. Um, and then, it, assuming you do nothing else, the elevator will begin to lift you out of the forge level. Yep. Just taking in the room. So we got a priest and... Uh, and I'll show you... And a robo-man. Yeah. I, I won't show you where that is on the map because you'll see the whole map and you only really saw a room. That doesn't seem yep, fair. Yep. Um, if you wait long enough, this will ascend back up to the floor you're on and then up to the top floor. It's a restricted zone. Yep. Yeah. So that's probably where the leaders probably convene and have important... I think it's where all the, the secret weapons research goes on. It's, it's We're not secret weapons guys. Yep. Yeah. 
we're average I would assume, to a Gar guy. I would assume that the uh, Zardalok's quarters, if he has them, are going to be on the top floor, oh. not the bottom floor. Yeah. You think? As far away from he the forge as possible. He needs a room with a view. He needs a room far away from the works, because they're noisy. I will. I guess we're riding to the top then. Okay. Um, whatever the next level is up to up top. Well, there's, there's only three levels. You've been on two of them, so it will ascend to the topmost level now. Uh, ascending the elevator shaft deposits you in the middle of a large room with machinery filling the western half. A duergar stands in the southwest corner next to a lever that juts out of the west wall. Braziers heaped with hot coals do little to offset the cold air blowing into the room through arrow slits on the south wall. Uh, one thing you notice in this room in particular, uh, if you stand there long enough to watch it, is the ceiling of this room is sort of angled, and it is comprised of two heavy iron doors that look like they meet in the middle and slide back on rails. Um, and the dwarfs working in this area are busy doing things like greasing these rails and making sure the lever engages gears properly. It looks like they're preparing these doors. Fire the laser! So the, the doors are currently open. They are currently closed. Currently closed, and they're yes. burning the doors. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking, like, blast Boom. doors. Like, the machinery fucks up, they close the doors. Mm. Does it look like they need help? Um, no, they sort of turn around and give you a look, and then go back to their chores. They, they're not really paying too much attention to you. They're busy. Is this the only way in, to, in further? Uh, from this room... Let's see. I could probably show you this one. There's not okay. much to this floor. Do we have a place on the map where this is located? Uh, it is to the east of eight. It's right okay. where the S and Spine of the World Mountains is. Okay, I just mm-hmm. want to make sure that's where we are. Okay. That's well, it's I'm where going. this asshole is. <laughs> We're all still at eight in our pajamas, drinking hot cocoa and watching the screen. Mm-hmm. Drinking wine and being gal pals. This so, is... <laughs> this is where you come up, Josh. Mm-hmm. These are the double doors to which I alluded to. Um, and then there's sort of a walkway that goes around to the other side. See these... Uh, they, they slide back and forth on these rails. It's sort of like a crankshaft to this gear, and this is what they're checking, all this machinery around here, preparing it. But that um, whole area is, like, open so you can see all that? Yeah, you can see across from one side to the other. This sort of, like, represents uh, the angled roof of the building. And it's and that and that those doors are connected to the, the big, like, the supply shaft that we saw? Yeah, uh, yes. Yep, so that so, what I'm... It's it's on the basement. They the, elevate um, it. They're gonna wheel up a weapon. Yep, and they're gonna open the blast doors to fire it out. Yeah. And and on, you can see this this picture of the whole place right here. These are the right blast there. doors. Yeah. That's yeah. where you so, gonna... so it's like where that's probably where maybe what they use to shoot down the ship. And that's what they're gonna use to shoot Bryn Chander. Mm. Cool. Oh, that I is cool as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> that's which sides, guys. <laughs> in a bad way, cool as fuck. Yeah, I, like so the, I love the Night King's themes playing throughout this whole thing. We've basically gotten into the Death Star. Yeah, so yes. I think that's exactly what we're doing now, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just all those guys with those really big helmets. Boom. It's all their job is just to pull a lever once a year. <laughs> you know what? I wish that, that were me. Noise, yeah. It's that noise and the noise of the cannons in the fir- in the second movie when Obi-Wan Kenobi is running away from Jango Fett. That noise and the All right, Death wait Star a minute, noise. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I Objection. <laughs> that is not the second movie. Get the fuck out. <laughs> no, it's the second movie. Really. That is the second episode and it never happened. <laughs> okay. The second movie, the second is, movie is a masterpiece. <laughs> Fuck you. Fair. Mm. But I will say, that noise is one of my favorite noises. In the I watched world. that movie exactly once, and I'm pretty sure my brain has repressed all memory of it. Because so, yeah. you you see that both sides of this, uh, oh. this whole room seems to be dedicated to just opening and closing these doors and running the elevator machinery. Yep. Um, there is this other door here that's closed off. Nobody seems to be paying you too much mind up here. You're free to sort of wander about. Let's let's uh, wander in. Let's wander okay. in the cavern. 
Um, the doors are locked. Uh, this messy workshop is heated and illuminated by braziers of glowing hot coals in the corners. The room is furnished with stone tables and cabinets. In the middle of the room, surrounded by twisted bits of metal, is a half-finished exoskeletal construct like the one you encountered in the room you just came from. Uh, Otherwise, it's unoccupied. Maybe... Want to get in it? Maybe, like, dismantle it a bit so no one else uses it. Wait, no, I like size ideas. No, 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 no. Get in it! No, it'll murder you. Did you forget the spike in the forehead? Yeah, but if you wear it, you can get in downstairs. You think so? Yeah, man. I've done this all the time. Back in my garden, trying to just so up. show up in the dragon out like this is this is me now. <laughs> this is me. I mean, this is who I right. really am. Well, let me let me ask this question: What do we envision is the end game for the man we're currently piloting? He'll die. Death. He'll... Yeah. And so pro- why are you worried about the machine killing him? Like <laughs> well, no, I wasn't worried about that. I was worried about. Okay, I was taking the good guy approach, like, let's dismantle this so another Durgar is not in pain and also probably a huge threat to us. Hey, that's hey, Josh, 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 Josh. Zeb. No, 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 that's the player. <laughs> Zeb, Zeb would be thinking someone else might enter this exosuit and be an additional threat to us, so we should dismantle it. But if one of you suggests put him in there, put him in. Uh, let's, at, let's see if we can plume this guy's brain to see if he would even know how this works, this suit. That's a good call. Okay. So you want, what you're asking is for um, Vorin to see if this. This particular dwarf knows how to occupy the suit. Right. All right. It looks like something you'd have to know how to use, and not to not get killed. Um, he, you give him a moment to sort of plumb the muted brain that's inside of this uh, husk that you're piloting around. And no, this guy has never been a hammerer before. He doesn't know how the hammer suit works. So probably dismantling it then yeah would be okay. If there's some way to do it without making a ton of noise. Uh, yeah, if, he, if there's a way to, like, unscrew it or, like, sabotage it. Sabotaging, right? yeah. Uh, that sounds like some kind of role. Because it's a workshop. Sleight yeah. of hand, these tools? Yeah, um, I would give, I would give thieves tools with disadvantage. He doesn't have nimble fingers like a thief. Uh. uh. Smith's tools, maybe? Does anybody have Smith's tools? I got thieves tools. <laughs> <laughs> I will, I will tell you that Smith's tools, right, thieves tools, you could do it quietly. Smith's tools, you can do it with proficiency, but you'll be doing it loudly. Let's do thieves tools, and then if you fuck it up, oh well, we just leave. I'm proficient right. in weaving tools. May I get your guidance? Hold on. You, can, Hold you on. can make it an afghan. All right. <laughs> make it a nice sweater. Gonna, Hold on, uh, you working on something, Kate, or? Uh I just wanted to double check that I didn't have proficiency. I don't think I do for okay. Let uh, us know. my background, but... And uh, I, I will do thieves tools unless you really want to, Pablo. Outlander? I think you better. picked brewers, right? You will 100% be better. Okay. So. I didn't write uh, it down. Plus, I'm not working with my thieves tools. I'm working with whatever tools are in this workshop. Makeshift thieves tools, which is why the disadvantage yeah. is coming into play. Okay, here we go. Uh, I will have a plus six on this. Plus the guidance. Sweet. So my low roll with the guidance will be a 23. <gasps> wow. Holy shit, uh, dude. Yeah. Otherwise, it would have been way more. Um, then yes, you absolutely have made this hammer suit. Like it will not be functional without somebody dismantling the whole thing and putting it back together the pr- proper way. Yep. Um, and furthermore, you do it quietly that the people in the that are working in the next room don't even hear you do it. Marvelous. I love the idea that you have to tell Varen how to tell the dwarf to do this <laughs> with bad tools. So it's like the worst. Like cut the blue wire. There are no blue wires. <laughs> yes. Oh, she's sweating the whole time. Cut the blue- Cut the green wire. I'm fucking colorblind. <laughs> I'm a dwarf. I'm, like, I'm standing there and Zev just like gently patting her forehead. I'm, like, I'm like, you got it, Zev. You got it. You got it. You're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. Here's the water. I'm squirting the water in your mouth. Sausagey dwarf fingers. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So you've dismantled this suit of hammer armor, which is cool. Uh, what would you like to do now? 